Hello, beautiful. Welcome to your Happy Ever After podcast. I am Deanna Murphy, the founder of Deanna Murphy International and the creator of the program, Your Happy Ever After. So I decided this week I want to start praying at the beginning of each of these podcasts, if that is okay with you. So if you would like to join me, go ahead and close your eyes and here we go. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this amazing day. Thank you that we woke up with breath in our lungs. Thank you for everything that you do for us and everything that you give us, Lord. And I just want to pray for this beautiful woman of God that is listening to this podcast right now, Lord. You know all her hopes and dreams, her fears, her worries, her anxieties, her struggles. You know about every single detail of her life, Lord, because you love her so much, Lord. And I pray that right now you would just surround her with your overwhelming, abundant love. Lord, help her to know that you care about her and that she is on your mind and your heart every moment of every day and you know every detail of her life, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that as she listens to this podcast, as she listens to this episode, Lord, that you would open her heart and her mind and her ears to hear the message that you want to come through to her, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that, you know, as she journeys through these uh, podcast episodes with me, Lord, that she will see that she is highly valued, highly loved, that she will never be abandoned, that she is a special treasure, Lord. She is your daughter. She is a daughter of the King, and that in you we find our happy ever after, and everything else will fall um, under that everything else will come Lord when when we realize that you are our happy ever after you know your word says seek the kingdom of God first and all these things shall be added unto you Lord so when we can move the fact um, from our head to our heart that we are a daughter of the king of kings and that you love us and that you are for us and not against us and that our identity in you and our relationship with you should be at the top, the highest level of identity and relationship that we have and everything else falls under that, Lord, and everything else will be blessed. And I just thank you and I just pray all this in your precious name. Amen. All right. So let's get started. First of all, I want to talk about my fast. So last week I had mentioned that I was starting a fast, a Daniel fast, for 90 days. Um, it goes from, it went from last Monday, which I think was October 5th, and it's going to go to January 5th, the day before my birthday, because I want to celebrate. But um, I just wanted to talk real quick. I'm doing the Daniel fast. I don't think I'm doing it perfectly, but that's okay. 
God has grace for me. <laughs> but I'm trying my best. Um, and so I just wanted to kind of talk about like how's it been going this week and what's been going on. So, um, you know, I'm doing the Daniel fast and technically if you read the book of Daniel, it's just vegetables and water. But if you look online of all the resources, it's kind of expanded out and it is mostly vegetables, fruits, nuts, some grain products like brown rice, quinoa, um, you know, steel cut oats, those kinds of things. And then um, herbal teas, you can do like fruit sugars. And what am I missing? Um, I think that's pretty much it. So it's no meat, no animal products, no dairy, no sugars, no preservatives, that kind of stuff. So I think I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's supposed to be no processed foods, but if you look at ingredients on some of the products and all the products are Daniel approved products, I'm sorry, Daniel approved ingredients and there's not very many ingredients listed, then um, that should be okay. So just for ease and you know, we live such busy lives having a little bit of those processed foods as long as they are healthy as possible, then those should be okay. Oh, the other thing you can't have is um, yeast, so you can't have bread. So I had gotten some uh, multi-seed crackers from, I can't remember if I got it from Costco or Trader Joe's, but there's like, oh my gosh, so many seeds in there. It's like a really flat, solid cracker. Um, no fluffiness to it at all. And um, those have saved my life this week because I am such a crunch addict. Like I have to have crunch. Um, so those have been really good. And plus it gives me a lot of fiber and a lot of vitamins. Um, so, and the other thing is you shouldn't have coffee or caffeine. I, on Monday, started weaning myself off of coffee. So what I was doing was I, because I didn't have time before the um, fast started because, um, like I said last week, my coach's wife start, uh, had mentioned that she wanted to fast. I had already been feeling like I wanted to fast, but I hadn't really made a commitment yet. And then she went ahead and started a group and started her fast, so I jumped on board. So I didn't really have time. It was last minute. I didn't have time to wean myself off the coffee. So what I was doing was I was um, using um, used pods that my sister or my mom had used. I told them to set aside. And then I was um, using them on just the regular strength. I normally do strong. And I was doing like the smallest cup and then I was adding water to it and then I was adding oat milk. Um, so I did that for about four or five days and I was feeling really good, didn't have a really bad headache or anything. Then the fifth day I didn't do any coffee at all. I felt really good. And then I kind of caved because I just love coffee so much. I love the flavor. I love having it in the morning. I bought some decaf coffee. So I think it's the, I'm going to say it's the caffeine that we're not supposed to have and not necessarily the coffee because it's a bean, right? So that's a plant, right? Like I'm trying to justify this for myself. It's a plant. Um, 
and I'm eating other beans, so why can't I eat this bean, right? Or drink this bean. So I got decaf, so we'll see how that goes. And then um, I got some coconut palm sugar um, just to put a little bit in my coffee. So I'm assuming that's made out of a plant, right? So it should be okay. So these are the kind of little tweaks I'm making that I'm hoping are okay. Maybe I'm not following 100% accurately, but I am fasting, trust me. I haven't eaten any meat. I haven't had any sugar. I love cupcakes. I haven't had any sugar. I haven't had any alcohol. Um, I used to work at a wine company for 10 years and my son owns a wine company. So I'm very versed in wines and like to have a glass of wine at night or with dinner, um, you know, nothing too much. Um, and then, you know, on the occasional celebration, like to have some bubbly, which I am planning on having on my birthday. Um, so I am trying to follow it as strictly as I can. And then also I've been trying to walk every day. I, I need to get more exercise in. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before. I used to be a marathon walker. Um, it is a thing. So I've done one full marathon, four half marathons, and numerous races. And I'm in a, in a virtual kind of, it's not a race because we're not racing anyone. It's just our own personal best. Um, but I'm doing a virtual thing this year called um, Run the Year 2020, which means you do 2020 miles in a year. I'm not even going to get close to that. But I joined so that it would motivate me to walk more miles or to get in more steps than I normally would um, on any particular day. So I'm up to between 900 and 1,000 miles for the year so far. But um, I'm determined that this weight is not coming with me in uh, into 2021. It is staying here in 2020 where it belongs, where all the things that are bad that have ever happened belong. The year 2020, right? So the weight is going to stay here. So I've been trying to walk every day. I've been walking about a mile and a half. Um, and as time goes by, I'll be increasing that hopefully. And for the most part, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, you know, I get a little tired here and there. I am helping my granddaughter distance learn, which some days are a struggle and she's six. And then some days I'm also babysitting my grandson. And thankfully I so far have been off from work because, um, my job closed due to a system failure and, um, we haven't opened yet back up. So I've had some time off, but we probably are going to be opening again soon. And my schedule's going to get super crazy again. And I'm going to get very little sleep again. But I've enjoyed being able, the luxury of just being able to go take a nap or relax or decide I just want to go sit on the couch and watch a movie with my granddaughter tonight. You know, it's been nice to have the nights off. I usually work 4 p.m. to midnight. So it's been nice. So I'm doing good as far as that goes. And then I talked about the book Pursuit. Pursuit by Dave Patterson. He is my pastor actually, and I get no money from this, but I just love to tell everyone about this book. And you can get it on Amazon. It's a 21 day prayer and de uh, fasting devotional. And so if you fast for 21 days, the, um, the, the idea is that you will do a chapter every day during that 21 day fast. Um, I have done this. So I'm on the fourth time through this book. I did it three times at 21 days each. 
and I just found like the concepts, you know, they just weren't really sticking. I wasn't remembering them. Maybe it's just because I'm getting older. I am getting ready to be level 58 here in January, but the concepts didn't seem to be sticking. So I decided that I was going to go the fourth time I went through it. Oh, so I'm actually on the fifth time. I've been telling everyone the fourth time. I'm actually on the fifth time. So the fourth time I went through it, I decided that I was going to take 21 weeks to go through it and do one chapter a week. And somewhere around 15, 16, 17, 18, probably more around 17, 18, I, I quit. And... You know, I try to pick it back up and I'd go back to those chapters. So I kept redoing those chapters because I couldn't really remember where I left off. But on Monday, this past Monday when I started my fast, I picked it up again. And I calculated out that I'm going to do a chapter every four days. So I am on chapter two right now. And, you know, the interesting thing is I went to church today. Like I said, my pastor wrote the book. I went to church today and there was a table and they were selling the books out there in the lobby. And then we went out. So I was praying about what I wanted to talk about today. And I had decided that I wanted to talk about um, chapter, chapter two, which is the one that I'm on, which is all about choose your weapon. And, but I really hadn't like, confirmed it in my spirit yet, like sealed the deal. And um, I had went on my fasting group yesterday and talked about it and I felt pretty good about it. So I was like, eh, maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. So I, you know, I was waiting for God to give me, you know, a clear direction, more a clear direction if he didn't want me to do it, which I never got that, that sense. Um, but I went to church today and they had the books out. And then the pastor was preaching out of, I mean, he wasn't preaching out of chapter two, but he was using chapter two in his sermon. He never said he was using chapter two, but because I've read it four or five times, five times now, um, I knew that it was out of chapter two, what he was saying. So, but he was putting a different spin on it. He wasn't talking about weapons. He was talking about um, fasting because um, he has called our... Uh, church to do a corporate fast for 21 days now starting uh, today. So I found that interesting as well. So anyways, um, the other interesting thing is that my daughter picked the book up and she's going to do the fast and read the book, which is pretty, pretty cool. I've been talking about this book for quite a while now, since the beginning of the year to everyone that I can possibly talk to about it because I just think it's so amazing. So you know, um, it's just, I don't know. I just want to encourage you to go get it. If this kind of thing, if you feel like God's pressing you, not pressing you, but drawing you in to go deeper with him or, you know, what my pastor talked about is, you know, he gave some examples in his life because he was talking about why fast, uh, because he's calling the church to a corporate fast. But he was talking about like in seasons when you feel stuck, in seasons where you feel you, you need a breakthrough, in seasons where you feel you're not making any progress, or even seasons where you feel you're not hearing from the Lord, like all your prayers are just hitting the ceiling. Um, that is a good time to fast. 
because you know God's word says um, there was a particular story in the Bible where um, Jesus had told the disciples to go you know go um, perform some miracles like he did right like go help the people and they came across a, a child that was I believe demon possessed and they were trying to cast out the demon and it wasn't working and the demon was like who are you I know Jesus I don't know you right so they weren't effective in casting out the demon so Jesus comes along and they're like help so he says why do you have such little faith how long must I put up with you and he cast the demon out so later they were you know they were concerned so they're like why couldn't we do it and he said the some of these things only come out with fasting and prayer some of these things only can't remember his exact words only come out with fasting and prayer I think is what he said but the point is is that sometimes your breakthrough is only gonna happen through fasting and prayer so if you've you know never done fasting and praying before or you have but you haven't really done it a lot and you feel God's pressing you to and drawing you in to to do that to, to, to help you with your breakthrough then I would suggest picking this book up because it is going to help you so much through the fasting process all right so one of the things that I love that he says in this book and I don't know if I even said what the title of this okay so I named this episode the weapons of our warfare. Chapter two in the book is called Choose Your Weapon, but I named this episode The Weapons of Our Warfare. And one of the things that I love that he says that is so critical is the difference between sustained victory or a defeated Christian life. So you've got, you know, two sides, sustained victory or a defeated Christian life. Like those are the only two sides you really have. Um, really comes down to our knowledge of and our willingness to use the weapons in our arsenal. And God gives us many, many, many weapons in our spiritual arsenal. And I love this chapter because, number one, I want to be a spiritual warrior. Number two, I want to be a prayer warrior. And number three, as a daughter of the King of Kings, I want to be a warrior princess. Now, I know sometimes when people say warrior princess, they think of like Xena. But hey, she was pretty bad ASS, right? So, you know, that wouldn't be so bad. Um, but this chapter is all about the weapons that we have in our spiritual arsenal. The weapons that God has given us to help us with our spiritual warfare. How amazing is that? So, here's what we know. We don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against the principalities of evil and darkness. We also know that the enemy goes around roaring like a lion, trying to see who he can destroy and devour. And I'm like, mm-mm, not today, Satan. You ain't doing it to me. Um, and we live in a world where we don't fight our battles like the world fights, right? We are fighting in the spiritual realm, and therefore our weapons aren't the weapons that the weapon that, that the world uses, right? Our weapons are divine, and they have power to demolish strongholds. What kind of strongholds do you have in your life? 
What kind of generational curses do you have in your life? Like these weapons have the power to demolish, demolish those strongholds and those generational curses. So that your children, your children's children, your children's children for a thousand generations don't have to deal with that. That is so amazing. So I want to ask you, how are you feeling lately? Do you feel like you're living a victorious Christian life right now? Or do you feel like you're living a defeated Christian life? If you feel like you're leading, if you feel like you are leading a defeated Christian life, then I want to encourage you to really lean in and listen to this. Okay? So the problem is, is that many Christians don't even know that they have all these weapons at their disposal or if they do know they don't know how to use them and so they're just laying in the bottom of their spiritual closet all dusty and everything right so I'm going to read a list of just some of the weapons that God has given us okay so listen very closely because I'm gonna ask you some questions about it all right so we've got prayer Intercession, which is focused prayer on others. Thanksgiving, singing, giving, tithing, time in the secret place, unity, praise, communion, memorizing scripture, which is going to help you with the battlefield of your mind, forgiving others, resolving offense, declaring the word, binding and loosing, and fasting. Those are just some of them. So which of these are your go-tos? For me, I mean, prayer, intercession, worshiping, fasting. Those are like my top four, right? And then which ones are gathering dust? Which ones do you not even understand or know about? Um, For me, I don't really understand binding and loosing. So I'm going to be studying up on those to see what... Um, that's all about to see how I can use that so you know when you're faced with a situation where you need you feel you need to fight a spiritual battle then you know there's a couple things we need to do number one always inquire of the Lord and ask him which weapon should I use for this situation. Our pastor mentioned um, in the book that sometimes God will have you pick up a weapon that seems really ridiculous. And again, that's because, right, we don't fight in the natural realm, we fight in the spiritual realm. And so sometimes The spiritual realm doesn't make sense to us. God's ways are higher than our ways, so it doesn't always make sense, right? Well, he gave this example in 2 Chronicles 20. And we see a story of some weapons that seem pretty ridiculous given the seriousness of the situation that the Israelites were in. So there was this king, and his name was just King Jehoshaphat. um, And the Israelites were about to be attacked by a vast army. And King Jehoshaphat told them 
to fast and sing. What kind of a leader sends their army in to fight a battle weakened by a fast and only armed with a song? Like, doesn't that seem kind of ridiculous? That doesn't make sense. Yet, God gave them this one lyric to sing, and that was, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. And they won a great victory that day. Doesn't that seem kind of crazy? Seems kind of crazy to me. Like, I don't know if I would have that much faith to go into a battle fasting and singing. Like, I'm trying to figure out how, when I go back to work, how I'm going to fast and work at the same time because I don't have access to food very easily at work. Anyways, that's another story. But I love how my pastor writes, When we fight God's way and with his weapons, demonic forces, strongholds, and barriers are not just pushed back, delayed, or discouraged. They are destroyed. Can I get an amen, amen, amen? The second thing we have to do. So, number one, we should always inquire of the Lord which, which weapon do we need to use. Number two, we need to ask God for a strategy. So, one time, David asked the Lord about how to attack the Philistines that were coming after him. And God told him, go straight at him. Just go straight at him and attack him. And David and his army were victorious. And the Philistines retreated, but as all enemies do, they went and gathered their strength again. They reinforced their numbers and they came back for a second attack. But this time, David didn't just assume that attacking them straight on was going to give him a victory. He went and inquired of the Lord and he said, Lord, what do I need to do? He asked for a different strategy or a, a, the strategy, right? I guess if it was the same, that was fine. But he asked God for the strategy. And the strategy was do not, do not attack them straight on. Go around the back and attack. And again, they were victorious. So how can we apply this to our lives? You know, don't ever assume that the strategy will be the same or <clears throat> even that the weapon will be the same. So let's say you are having difficulty uh, with your finances and you just, no matter what you do, you just cannot seem to get ahead. You cannot get a breakthrough, nothing like that. And so you're praying to God. You decide you're going to fast and pray to get a breakthrough. And so you're praying to God and you're asking him which weapon should you use. And God says, give. Now, that may seem like a really ridiculous weapon to pick up because maybe you don't even have enough money to pay all your bills, right? So, you know, God's telling you to give. And then you ask him, what's the strategy? And maybe he says, you know, give, um, you know, give your time to help a friend give some money to a ministry that you support. 
buy lunch for a homeless person. You know, maybe that's the strategy, right? And then you're obedient, you do that, and you have a breakthrough in your finances and everything's going like awesome for a while. Like you're paying your bills on time. Maybe you have a little extra to put into savings. Maybe, you know, you have a little extra to go have some fun. Maybe go on a much needed vacation, go on a date night with your husband um, or whatever. And all of a sudden, something happens and you have a financial crisis again, you know? Maybe you lose your job or your job closes down because of COVID. Or maybe you get really sick and you have to quit your job, right? Don't assume that the way that you're gonna get a financial breakthrough again is by giving. You need to go back to the Lord and ask him, which weapon do you need to pick up this time? And what is the strategy? And maybe this time, his strategy may be declare his word. Maybe he wants you to look up, um, the weapon would be declare your word, declare his word, but the strategy would be, you know, maybe he's going to give you specific verses on finances or your health that you need to declare out loud several times a day. And maybe that will get you your victory. We never know. We never know what it is, but if we ask God, he will tell us. And when he tells us, we know that we can be assured of the victory if we are obedient. So always, always, always inquire of the Lord. So, like I said earlier, I read a list of some of the weapons that we have at our fingertips. And as I was reading those, were you aware of any you've never used before or you didn't know much about? I just want to encourage you to spend some time learning about them. Because the more weapons you have at your disposal, the more powerful you're going to be. The more victorious you're going to be. The more, um, the more that God can give you to use, right? And you can be more effective. Um, one weapon that's not on this list that I think is really important is rest. That can be a spiritual weapon. When I was preparing for this podcast, I all of a sudden felt like I got hit, like I hit a brick wall. Like I was just all of a sudden, I mean, it was like that, like so sudden. I just felt completely exhausted. I couldn't even keep my eyes open. And so I said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to go rest. So I went and I rested for about a half an hour. I actually fell asleep um, for about a half an hour. And all of a sudden, and then I just woke up all of a sudden and I was like, all right, let's do this. And I got up and I was more energized and I was more focused. So I don't know what that was all about, but I think that rest is also a spiritual weapon. And, you know, sometimes we just need to be still and know that God is God. You know, sometimes that's, that's the weapon that we need to pick up. So, has God been calling you to fast during this, during this next season, during these next three months, during the season, during, um, you know, just during, um, you know, before the year, before the new year. So, you know, if you feel that he's asking you to fast or maybe you've already fast, I would love for you to join me on um, my journey and I would love to join your journey and we can pray and support each other and share ideas and recipes and stories and 
you know, pray for each other. And um, you can do that. You can join my uh, Facebook group at Your Happy Ever After 707. Or you can click on the button on my podcast page that says um, the little Facebook logo. That has a link to my Facebook group. Apparently the link wasn't working correctly for the past three episodes. I apologize for that. It is fixed now. So I would love for you to come join me. And then um, if you would like to support this podcast and keep it running, you can click on the support button. And I checked it out and support is anywhere from 99 cents a month to $9.99 a month. So if you feel led to support me to keep this podcast going, that would be awesome. And it would be greatly appreciated. And I was just kind of chuckling when I was thinking about, um, you know, when I said, do you need, has God been calling you to fast during this election season? My pastor made a point today to say that we, the reason we are praying for 21 days is for the nation. We are not praying for your candidate of choice to win. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny. I got a chuckle out of that. Anyways, thank you for listening to me today. And um, I hope that God spoke to you uh, through this message. I would love to hear back from you. If you would love to leave me a voice message about this podcast or any other ones that you've listened to or, you know, just anything in general about how I can make the podcast better, or any kind of topics that you would love to hear, you can click on the message button on my podcast page, and you can leave me a voicemail. Voice message, I guess. Voice message. Anyways, um, so thank you for listening today, and stay tuned for next Sunday for another episode of Your Happy Ever After. Love and shine. Have an amazing week.